yourselves, you don't have to wait till afterwards. Also, uh, one of the announcements, this coming Monday night, there is a chasana, so there will be no shear, and we will try to uh, make it up. We've been trying to add a couple of minutes this year, as you noticed. Start, start on time, what? This coming Monday night. Tomorrow night there is a shear. Monday night, following Monday night. Okay, let's start the next Gemara. As I mentioned, we have about four or five different sugyas we're going to have to ultimately get to and then go to the Bishayim and Achreinim. So we have a lot of clarification to do, as we have done by all the sugyas we try to do thoroughly. We're going to do it in layers with trying to remind you of what we covered thus far. So we actually walk away remembering most of it, the Mitzvah Shem. Turn to page two, the Gemara Sahedrin at Samachayim Abayz. This might sound surreal, but it's very Nagea, at least uh, some of it. If you bump into people who claim that I had to do this, stay far away for many reasons. First part, three, four lines down the wide line, Samachayim Abayz, the Mamachayim should be available on the link. Rava Bara Gavra. The Maral Golem fans will be very excited to hear this. Because people always ask me, one, one Bachar asked me, he said, do I believe in the Golem? I said, that's a very bad way to ask the question. We have a very clear, defined set of beliefs. Uh, there's no Chiv to believe in it. Uh, there's no Isser and... Uh, it's not a Shaila Kfira. Either it did happen or it didn't, and I tell them it's totally irrelevant because you look at Sanhedrin. I believe, obviously, uh, this, and this is the Beferish Gemara, the Rava made a Gavim. This is not a Pshat and Gemara, this is the only Pshat and Gemara. Rava made a Gavim. So whether Maharal made one, I certainly believe he could have made one. Uh, whether he did or not, not really that relevant. It makes an interesting part of your tour of Prague. And the Velt certainly thinks so because uh, Yaakov went to Prague, they say, in the entrance to the city is the huge statue of the Maral, Allah Havdil the Golem. So, certainly in folklore, it certainly made an impression on a lot of people. Whether it happened, again, it could have happened. As they say, they don't make up stories like that about me and you because I wouldn't know how to start. <laughs> I'm sure, but the big one, like, like the entrance to the city, that's... Uh, it's, it's the Maharal statue. The statue of the Okay. Never been there, but the Maharal is there, so apparently... I, I didn't see a picture of, or a statue of a bear when you come into Kamenetz, or Rebisa Chana when you come into Kovna, so unless they happen to be very into Maharals, um, probably because of the... Uh, alleged or real Golem. But again, it's not really important. The Gemara starts of Rava Baragavra. Rava created a person. Pretty central to our Amuna. It's not one of the Yid Gimelani Mamans, although I can probably fit it into some. You can't create a person. Only Hashem can. Only Hashem can put it in a Shama. Closest we can get is making a Golem by putting in a Nefesh. A big chilik, if you want a telltale sign to know whether the person you're talking to is a Golem or real, if he can't talk, not that he's just being polite while you're speaking, if he can't answer, then, um, well, Rahman al there could be other issues, but a Golem can't talk, as is what's clear from this Gemara, and he only doesn't have a full Neshama, and the Neshama 
is what gives the Kayach Adibur, among other things. And this is all the Ferish Gemara. So I don't know why people are so um, so bothered whether it did or didn't happen. It clearly could happen, and he could have done it, and Rava did it. Rava Bar Gavra. Why he did it, we'll never know. Uh, based on the story of the Maral, maybe the Kufa then, the Jews needed some protection, and he wanted to uh, have somebody watching them. Not Mashma from the Hemshech of the story, as you'll see in 10 seconds. Shadre the Kameh to He sent the Golem to Rabzeiro. My conjecture wasn't there, was that he used the Golem as a Shliach to send a message. He sent a letter with him, he sent a Shaila to discuss, and it was a good way uh, before UPS, FedEx, and the like. It was a very good way to save time, and Rova was running Klai Yisrael and Bavol, and he was very busy and wanted to send a message, and he didn't want to send a Bacher. That's pure conjecture on my part, but there's got to be a reason he did it. The story we have, the alleged story we have, that the Maral, as he was putting together, the reason we're not sure is because the whole story comes from one source, and that source is somewhat debated. Um, it might be Lashon Hara to debate the source. It was supposedly, allegedly written by Hashavayid. But again, not important. Because so. there, are, the, there, are, there are sources that indicate that he wrote it as, as a fictional thing. Yeah, right. That's why it's debated. Okay. He wrote it as a fictional thing. Yeah, which is, that, that's which I don't know if that'll clear us in the Lashon Hara thing because whoever it was probably had better things to do. But whatever. We'll have a sheer, uh, save that for Shavuos night, whether or not it is Lashon Hara or to debate the issue. But Lamaisa, it's probably not a 10 second process to make a Gelem. So if Robert did it, it wasn't for perm, and it wasn't for um, relaxation, or this is Rava, so whatever the reason was, he, he did it. Sent him to Rav Zerah, so apparently this Gailam, first of all, was not nine foot six, because that might have been a giveaway. He looked like a regular person, so much so, he came in, and Rav Zerah was schmoozing with him, schmoozing, he wasn't no sikh of a table, but he would talk to him, oh, very nice of you to bring a letter, please wait here, you want some kakash cake, I'll write a tshuva back, and the fellow didn't say a word, which, you know, this shy, and then the, just thought it was unusual, and then he figured it out, probably pretty quickly, he said, aha, men chavreyat, you must be the creation of one of my colleagues, go back to your dust, and that was the end of him short-lived Gailam. So whatever Rava's Havmina was, he did it, and it accomplished, and he brought the letter. Rav Zayra probably felt uh, for the Hamanam, it's probably not a good idea to have people like this walking around. I don't know what his concern was, but I can imagine it can create a stir. And he... Um, it, just, it just says what he told him. It doesn't say the result. <coughs> that he just you're, uh, I can't call you a Litzvah, you're a Svaidi, but uh, <laughs> that's, I'm a Litzvah also, that's, that's Pashat. <laughs> that's pretty Pashat. Uh, uh, you're not ready to say this in a Pirchei story yet, Deli. <laughs> yeah. uh, but yeah, it's, it's pretty Pashat, and it's just interesting how Rava felt uh, this was a good idea, Rav Zera felt that there was a serious downside, and he ended it, and it didn't. You know, you would think this is like maybe a type of Geneva. This is, uh, who has Bailus on a Gailam? Rav owned this thing. How do you destroy it? He apparently felt it was made from Karkailam. And you worked on it, putting in an Efesh, whatever other Kabbalah, 
but uh, it's not your chef sir Gavra, I don't know what to call it over here. Uh, so he Stop. thought nothing. <laughs> which, is, which is interesting, just the reaction, like he just, it doesn't sound like he sent the message back, maybe it's not a good idea, maybe after he returns the message, dispose of him. It's just, um, unless Ellie, you're right, but I don't, I don't think so. It sounds like Tanaim and Amaran, giving Chaim Mason. And they give clothes it was dangerous, and that's the human being, suddenly to a Galim who is less backbone, so to speak. Yes. That that Rav Kanina the Dafka took issue with it. Like maybe he just maybe he was just saying like you know that. Can't think of a better way to take issue with something than destroy it on the spot. One Zach. He's saying now that you've done your shlichus, it's time for you to. Oh, that's a nice way of putting it. Okay, but I would imagine golems were made every day, and this thing is kind of valuable, like priceless. Why would you want to do that unless you felt maybe, it was well, dangerous? So then I'm really curious. What was the what was the godless of this? But like, I, I can't I can't say it's incorrect because um, we weren't there. What was the whole point of That's what I'm saying. Rabbi must have had an important shlichus, and uh, instead of encoding it in a computer message, uh, he sent it with a gailum. Yeah, sometimes you know, as Naim Lekaisel. You know, the way it goes when you tell somebody I'm sending you with a message, it's a big secret, that means he can only tell seven people. So it could be Rova. Rova's running class over here, and uh, now there's a way to do it. You could put a letter, seal it, and put Chem de Benagation, even though this is before Benagation, and tell them in no uncertain terms, take a trusted Talmud, and, uh, but Talmud are learning as a Mullah Seder, and he wanted to send it, so he sent the Kailam. We'll see from the Hemshach the Gemara, there were, well, we'll see from the next line. Is a good example. The same sefer that Lachair would make a golem, hence the name Sefer Yitzira, all the secrets of the Bria. And Arab Shabbos, after first Seder, as it's getting ready for Shabbos, Mavala Igla Tulsa, they would create every Arab Shabbos a delicious eagle, like the whole animal. Igla Tulsa is a Shailah, Shlishi Lebetan, it was especially, especially delicious. Or, I love what it, what it was, but uh, uh, a piece of, uh, not one piece of meat, uh, enough to feed all three families and have a hundred guests. And the Bacham, right. And they did the, what? Oh, what bracha? He says, the Bacham. Uh, yeah, so everything ties in with the original shear. Um, what bracha? Shahakol. No, Shahakol would certainly work. Shahakol, yeah, bit What do you think safety at Sira is? It's worse than a Shahakol. I think a Shahakol, you make our meat anyway. So, anyway, they did this every year of Shabbos, and the Gemara doesn't have any comment on that. Why would they do this? Answer is, if you're not a safe Yisira, and you're a Tamachacham running Yeshiva, and there's no extra money to spare, I think that's a great way to cut the budget. And serve meat on Shabbos to all the Bacham also, and the whole Egel. It's a lot of meat. So the Gemara says that they're going to do it, and that's fine. Yeah, they it's didn't do the, They didn't have meat on Tuesday. Yeah, they. No, they but, if, but if but Shabbos is special, is not. Shabbos Yankif. So, you're saying, like so if I care, you're asking a kasha. No, if you did it as soon as mitzvah. But you're asking a kasha if you didn't realize what your kasha is, is that they, they, should they should spend the money because it's coming back anyway. So why my bother say you it's zero? I, when I say bother, I, I'm, I'm mentioning it now, but it's going to be mentioned as we go along in the sugya. Even if we knew how to do this, which we don't, by the way, the safety at Sira, which you can get in certain places, so that is corrupted on purpose. The last of the Gedalim and Kabbalim who knew what it could do and 
what damage it can do if it falls in the wrong hands, corrupted it. So if you find a copy save it's here, don't even bother trying this at home. Because uh, even if you just go to the index and go to the Igla Tilsa chapter, uh, the Arab Shabbos chapter, uh, it's not going to work, even if you're on the Madrega, because it's corrupted, as are many of the Sifri Kabbalah, that could fall to the wrong hands. And even with corrupting a lot of the basic texts that they use, there's still some people running around doing what we call Kabbalah light, um, and unfortunately, Rahman is using them as parlor tricks, and they're nowhere near the Madrega to use it, and you can teach it to your uh, 12-year-old, and that doesn't mean they're holy. That's not an attack or an indictment of somebody who really has climbed the Masisa Sharm and finished Shasim Peskim, and also knows the little Kabbalah, but the, the Kabbalah who usually know that uh, don't, don't go out of the way to practice uh, Kabbalah Masit, as they call it, because the stuff is dangerous, even if you know how to do it. They did it here because they were probably very poor and they covered Shabbos. And remember the two days and tastes, the two gifts and tastes where the Levu Alav and Ipareya means that if you have the money sort of in the budget by the end of the year, you just have a cash flow issue, so borrow it and we'll be there at the end. But if you have no way but that whatever to pay us back, you should not be spending this kind of money. That's the Marshall's gear. So the Gros gear says, no, you can spend it if you're on the Madrega, which they were, but maybe they held up. Maybe we aren't, and we know safety is zero. Let's do that. There are probably 50 other reasons why, which a lot of, lot of, lot of deep things going on in this Gamar. But the reason why, even if we knew how to do it, we shouldn't try it now is because we have enough of an issue now with um, people, and that's one of the very important side benefits of learning this sugya carefully is to understand that just using this stuff and believing in, in Nachash and putting your stock in Nachash and all the things that we're trying to get across from the Ashkafic point of view is a real Yetzirah even today, and maybe especially today, because we live pressured lives and everybody wants to know what's going to be. And, and sometimes instead of doing tshuva, it's easier to get Makubal uh, to do something and uh, you think it's a free pass. Not a free pass. Always good to get a brach of Matzadik um, if the person is a Tzadik. And um, wonderful, but the the fact that people are running to get involved in these things because it's a quick fix, I think it's a quick fix, is not always healthy and not always mutter and not always advisable. Uh, again, I want to speak very carefully here because whatever I say is usually misquoted anyway. I'm not here to attack anybody in particular, for sure. And I'm not saying it's always awesome, I'm not, but there is, you all know what I'm referring to, it's easier than really examining problems and fixing things up and doing tshuva and just, you know, saying, okay, I'll pick up all, I'll go that way. And that's um, not always a great idea, and sometimes it's, it's dangerous. Um, I'll share one Misa with you, um, as you know by now, they're all true. Uh, this one's uh, disconcerting, to say the least, but um, I heard it from a close family member who is, never exaggerates and is very honest. I know him for uh, decades. And he said that a relative of Elena Rahman was very sick, and they... Um, you can't have tainers on anybody. They, you know, they tried everything and they get desperate. So they, uh, they contacted somebody in, in Eretz Yisrael who, um, not a name you heard of, uh, I'd say maybe Baruch Hashem, and um, they're a, a practical capitalist and they called them and they said, I can't make it to America and they couldn't make it to Eretz Yisrael because they weren't feeling well. They said over the phone, probably for a small fee, I have no problem with uh, giving money toward a person or a mindset who's... Um, Real tzaddik, really learning, and that's great. You visit people and give money, we have no issue with that. The question is, separate the uh, men from the boys. And uh, over the phone, 
he said, okay, I'm going to say uh, abracadabra and all the other things I'm going to say. And don't get nervous. I'm going to make your feet extremely hot. Let me know when it's working. And sure enough, he said whatever he said. Mama Jumbo. And uh, within three minutes, her feet were burning. It's over the phone, 6,000 miles away. Her feet were burning. And she said, ouch, ouch. She said, okay, this is it. You're going to have a full shalema. Unfortunately, she was nifted three months later. And um, when this person told over this mice uh, to his relative, who I happen to know of, who is a huge Tamil Chacham and closet Makubu, which means he knows everything Nicholas Nister, he just never talks about it, never does it. Did he hit the roof? If you heard screaming and yelling years ago about this Maisa, as soon as he started saying the words, before he finished one-tenth of the story, he said the guy was on the phone, and the guy said, oh no, don't tell me with the burning feet. He said, how'd you know? He says, that cheap parlor trick? My, my ten-year-old could do that. Now, I can't do it. Um, but what he meant was that's not, that has nothing to do with the pricing in China. There's certain basic uh, Kabbalah 101, Kabbalah, I should call it, and it's dangerous. It, it's uh, loyal, and sometimes loyal, loyazik. This could be loyal and loyazik. And the guy took money for nobody. I don't know if has anything. There are stories like that around. That doesn't mean. Uh, it's all no good it doesn't mean you have to uh, just and you have to know Bechlal is this a Mahalach to ask for brachas you always ask for brachas is, is, it, is it never advisable I'm not saying that either um, I'm not saying that now and uh, it's, it's, it's a, whatever it's a subjective thing so they can ask a but the whole predilection that everybody's running in these directions is uh, can be taken advantage of by people who know how. Now, my 10-year-old does not do, do it either, but this clearly has nothing to do with anything, and he just, and the, and the person who really knew said, that cheap, that was Lushen, he's an American, he said, he said that cheap politic? He said, don't tell him the burning feet, he said, I can I teach my 10-year-old to do that. So, that's what's dangerous about the sugi, is that, uh, here we're talking about nichos, this is nichos, this is mine, but to put the sugi in the, in the context the Rambam says clearly there's going to be a huge machlok of the Rambam and the Ramban. Rabbi Shem, the whole like the Ramban, I guess we're not getting to it for another couple of weeks. But when we get to the astrology and we get to the things which the Gemara will stop mentioning now, the Rambam Shita is the Rambam Shita. So all this doesn't really work, and it's all they're all charlatans and not Kabbalah. We're talking about Kishuf and astrology and all that, and it's an Issa the Raisa, and it doesn't work. And the Ramban will discuss, well, some of it's a chachma, some of it's kishuv, it's a, it's a lavda race, so some of it's chachma, and it might be an issue of which we're going to get back to. And we're going to go very slowly in layers, as I mentioned, to see, you know, what's machlekes and what's pushing. Kabbalah, if it's real Kabbalah, is we'll call it, you know, for lack of a better word, black magic, kishuv, is the race versus white magic. Black magic, kishuv, could be an it could be a chiyamisa. It's a serious business. And the Rambam says, this is the way they trick people into following them, either for money or for COVID, and to join their Avodah And all the Galachim, in times of yore, used to do these things, and a lot of the new Kishav then, to be able to attract people. And the Rambam says, that's why it's in the race of, for many other reasons also, it also leads to following the wrong people. You've got to be careful about that. And if somebody's using Kabbalah light, even if it's not Kishav, to make somebody's feet hot, that has nothing to do with the Rafu, and has nothing to do with the price of tea in China, and that's, uh, well, it might be a Chesha Mishpit issue, but you got to be careful with that. Yes? So there's two, two, two forms of Kabbalah, the way I understand it. There's a Zayah, you learn the Zayah, that's like, it's considered to be the Kabbalah, and then there's this Kabbalah Masik. That yes, have, that's what I just said. Kabbalah Masik could be... What is that exactly? Was it serious? Uh, uh, I am not going to explain it, because the tables will start rising, and the, uh, you know... <laughs> 
but what is it that it's see if there's Kabbalah Masites. You know or not, there's certain things you don't have to know so much. You don't have to be a, that's the problem. You don't have to be a Tabachacham to learn Kabbalah Masit and, and impress people by making their feet hot 6,000 miles away. And by the way, if you tell that story in a vacuum, people say that is impressive. 6,000 miles away is on the phone, if you feet hot. So um, I just, you have to know enough about these things. And by the way, the, the real Kabbalah Mates Israel have written Sfarm against these practices. Full Sfarm, hundreds of pages. Because it's, it's dangerous and it's, and it's uh, either pyre and sometimes just not honest or, or dangerous. Um, and then there, there is the real thing. But uh, the question is, is that the exception to the rule, which any Yushtam uh, HaChacham Kabbalah will understand it's not to be used, and if it is in emergency circumstances, uh, if at all, and if the masses are just like, it's a, there is an allure there because everybody's mystified. And when the Gemara says, a uh, person has and a bracha and do tshuva. That's the Gemara says. So the first thing is you got to get the nigla, Tamar Bavli. The problem, you got to do tshuva. And you got to follow, there's a messiah for these things. And that's the, um, that's the problem. So again, I know, I know what I just said. Somebody might quote it in a context, at least. Tamar um, Shatoshu. Yes. Yes. So how how it, this idea of people knowing, even that they knew certain things are going. There, to there's a Nevius, there's Aspachaya Miri Meshabim, then there's all other Nevium, and then there's Abaskal, there's Ruach Hakaidish, and then there's there's different Madrigas. Ruach Hakaidish is probably hasn't been around since the Chafetz Chaim, but but Chafetz Chaim there was just a, a Rabbi Chan is one of many. Rabbi Chanan was. There are a lot of stories, and what the judge said in Rodden, they don't say these things about me and you. Even if uh, some of the stories are not accurate, we know of certain accurate ones from his prime time, even like Rabbi Chana Vassanen. Uh, one of my uh, favorite ones is Rabbi Chana Vassanen was sitting, learning with the Chavaz Chaim. He learned in Rodden for a time. He was the closest Talmud to the Chavaz Chaim. He was the one sitting with the Chavaz Chaim, and they were in the middle of a sugya, like in a place or something like that. And the Chavaz Chaim got up at the pot of nothing and jumped up and, and was, was very happy. And he said they, they were forced to free him. They were forced to free him. They didn't get him. And they, I didn't know what. So he just, Chan just looked at his watch instinctively. And that was it. And they didn't dwell on it. They were more learning. And then they found out weeks and weeks later that Chaskal Abramsky, who was being held by the Soviets in Siberia, there was international pressure to get him out. He was from the Delia there. And... Uh, and they let him out, and weeks and weeks later, he got to the train station, and Rabbi Hanan and Rabbi Dom went to see him, and he asked him, by the way, do you have to remember what day and what hour? He said, do I remember? I'm never going to forget the, the minute it was. I was at Sakana's mother's. It was that minute weeks earlier. He wasn't uh, sitting doing Kabbalah trying to figure out when the Chaz got that was, that was Ruch HaKadosh. There's no way to explain that. Rabbi Hanan witnessed. He was sitting there, and he didn't even ask about it. He didn't say, "Wow, that was already like, well, what's that all?" You know, they moved the concise, and he just went back on. Just for the moment, he jumped up, and he uh, he said, they, "They were they were forced to free him." So uh, there is such a thing, but as you have further readers, those you have less and less uh, particles. But the Gemara says there's still a prescription for it. It's called Yifashish Ma'asev and doing Juvan Davening. Yes. Not allowed to have anah from it. It's dangerous stuff. It could be menachah. Look, somebody puts himself. The Gemara says, "Don't walk under a, not a ladder." That's uh, that's superstition. 
walking under a ladder that's um, that's faulty or a kaisa rua that's like half bent over. If you walk through and you come away unscathed, Yomara says that's a very bad idea because uh, you might think you're a daredevil, but you just used up your valuable susim. Why would you want to do that? Never put yourself in a matzah for you using up valuable susim. So whenever any nace is done, you're using up susim. Sometimes it's necessary. No, this is not a nace. This you just have to know how to read. They had an original copy of Sefer Tzira and they knew how to read it. That's not a nace. No, that's Teva. No, Sefer is Teva. So so is making a good one, by the way. I can explain it to you in seven easy steps. I just won't know what I'm talking about. There's, <laughs> there's Sefer Tzira is the Chachma from other region of how he understood the building blocks of the Briar. It just it's Kabbalah, but that's not a, that's not a nace. That's uh, didn't have a way to give him that he had to come out to say Everything goes... Okay, based on his kasha, Levu'a means they didn't need anything. About all the money will be paid back. What? Does he have to, it's almost like, why does he have the right to go and create an animal? Yeah. Parnassah comes from the Rebbe Right. So, you know, you put your money so, down... So, I agree. I think you shouldn't do it. Uh, <laughs> with that... With that said, with that said, you have to know these are Madregas of Tanam and Amaram who like, they didn't say Gesundheit in the base measure, she was Bittu Tayyar. So, now the question is why is this the only story and we don't have stories about Tanam and Amaram doing it? Kashan uh, But could be for them, they, they really Lashmawat in the Chavis Shabbos. They didn't have a penny to their name and they didn't have time to go uh, even collecting the money or even borrowing the money. And they had it down to a science, literally and figuratively, and it took them uh, three minutes. So, but again, it, it is interesting. It's the only story reported. It doesn't need to ever happen to anybody else. Could be the Gemara picked one story. Could be there were 55 Gailims. And the Gemara just reported Rava's Gailim. Because Rava was Rava. So, so give, I'm just uh, mentioning what? A person can give advice for $5,000 an hour. and you know, so. Advice to make somebody's no, feet hot, that, that their feet are burning, and then they don't, it has no shaykhs to the Gailim? No, That's called is, a ripoff. It's <laughs> not advice. Right, it's I'm called Geneva. Is, what I'm saying is that well, if, if, if the person has the wherewithal to be able to know how to use it, so why would it be different than giving any kind of consultation? So it's safe to address this question. This example was a terrible example where he clearly had no shaykhs to doing anything about anything here in the first place. I, uh, anyway, we, we said too much already. Let's continue with the Gemara. We have another uh, two minutes. Uh, I'm just, uh, I, I wanted to uh, bring this up because a lot of this is going to sound like it's uh, Kabbalah, uh, Kibijibi. Kabbalah is technically mutter, uh, it's not Kishuf, and it's not necessarily a violation of Tamim either. We're going to have to figure out why and where and who holds like that, because palm reading is not really Kabbalah, it's a Chachma, and astrology is going to be a Machlekes. So we're going to try to you know, deal with each one separately. Let's go back to the Gemara. It sounds like from Likutei Rashi, yeah. they didn't intend to make it. Yeah, but it says it says Male Shabbata. Uh, Sounds like every Male Shabbata. I don't have a look at that. Look at Rashi. What's the last lesson over here? It says, it says on the side. Uh, it has to be safe David Tzir. Mele Ivrul Hig Latulsa Yadeshi Yumatzafrin Asias Gem. Yeah, but that that's good. For the first day of Shabbos. What happened the next day of Shabbos? Well, they, they keep re- doing it. It's not that they intended to. Ah, uh, I, I, okay. I have to. It's hard, you have to explain this because if it happens once, it happens twice. If there's anything wrong with Ashkafically, as you're asking, why not just go the regular route? Then if something happens, you happen to be Messiah Pelisius, and this happens to pop up once, twice, three, after that, if you don't want it, you're saying there's a reason why they have to be Messiah Pelisius and Memelit. Okay, could be. 
Could be. It's just interesting. Are, are there no other stories because nobody else did it? Or it was done, and this is the most hush of example of people, like with Rav and the Golem. It could have been the other Golems. Okay. Enlan Eisik Benesteris. The next time Rabbanon, which we're going to start tomorrow night, is the actual Isurim of Kishuf and trying to foretell the future with uh, Dark Kaychus, which I believe is the contrast to this Gemara. The Gemara starts off this Kabbalah, and they say for Yitzira, and that's Kusher, and depending who's doing it, what circumstance, but there's no Isser over here. So Rava made a Gailam, maybe others did. They created Glatilsa, they're using Syrophysius, maybe other people did it, maybe not. And then the Gemara is going to go in contrast to the Tanar Baran, the following things, Apsukim and Chomish, Isser, 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 some of them Chiyam Isser, some of them Alav, and our job, obviously, is going to be to figure out which category is which. Mitzvah Shem will continue that tomorrow night.